Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply this podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct-to-Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and once again I am joined by Kevin Graham. 
To look back on the 2-2 draw at Easter Road, Kevin, before this game, I said it was a must-win. We didn't win it. What happens next? Probably nothing, eh? That equaliser probably stops anything happening. It shows you where we are as a support. I just checked my WhatsApp group there um, for my supporters bus, eh? And there's actually folk there going, I wish they had the equaliser so they would actually so they would actually do something, eh? Um, we were dreadful in that second half. I say at half-time that I didn't fancy as if it went one goal done. Then fuck was Brunidy and Queen Martin Boyle back-pocketed on me, brought him into it, and... Christie and Frimpong for the second goal. Well, I mean, I says after Aberdeen, but I can't be too disappointed because I think I had my crisis moment after the three each draw with Aberdeen. And whatever I've seen since then has they surprised me one little bit. But you, you look at that today. I says after Aberdeen that the boat had sunk, but all the players had made it to shore. The players have started eating each other in the way. There's complete there's complete and utter cannibalism going on. It's Lord of the Fly it's Lord of the Flies situation where we are, eh? I mean, we didn't create a decent chance of only that second half. We've ended up drawing two each through like the mentality and the fact that we've got better players, but we got back into that game with an horrendous penalty kick decision. It is a penalty, but that's luck. That is just pure luck. That's no good into coaching. That's no good into decent play. That is just into luck. And let's have a look at this. Eh? That defeat just feels like a draw. Usually you would score a last minute equaliser and you'd be gone. That's great, great mentality. That was brilliant. We're just sitting here going, Jesus, we just need to keep them going. Eh? The way I see it, Kevin, is that the goal changes nothing for me. Absolutely nothing. I mean, that, that's down to the fact that, they, once again, the changes that you spoke about, having the better players, perhaps having the better shape, came far too late once again. Neil Lennon sitting there at half-time, at nothing each, having created zilch, happy that that team can still win the game. And, and when you look at the, the delay in making changes after the goals, I mean... one nothing, 50 minutes into the game, seven minutes it takes them to make a change. And the change he makes is like for like. Eddie for a Yeti, no shape. So what makes him think for a second that whatever a Yeti got in the first half, Eduard can do any different with it? It was a shocking management performance in the second half. Shocking. Second goal makes absolutely no difference for me. Anybody who's happy with that result today, right, is happy for Lenny to stay, will also be accepting that we won't win 10 in a row. Comes down to that, simple as that. Can I disagree with you whatsoever? I mean, are we any? Are we surprised at the lack of proactive changes that our coaching staff can come up with? No, we're not, because it's been happening time and time again. And that's the same as that. But as you say, it was like for like. I sat here at half time and says, our coaching staff would be extremely happy at half time the way we had played, and they would give it fifteen minutes. By the time they changed it, they were two and a half done. But as you say, they didn't change it. They went like for like. Mm-hmm. They didn't, there wasn't any proactive change whatsoever. And the only reason, as I said, the only reason we got back into that game, if I was in that house dressing the room, I would be pig sick, absolutely pig sick, after playing like that in the second half and getting, getting a point at that game. Getting a point at that game. And it's a point that we barely deserved based, based on that second half. And as you say, it changes absolutely nothing. It changes absolutely nothing. Where we are as a support is we've got 
a vast number of supporters out there wishing that we had not equalised. And that is a sorry state of affairs. Hibs go 2 nothing up after 58 minutes, Kevin. The changes are made after 71 minutes. Duffy for Brown, Griffiths for El Yanusi. So, Neil Lennon believed at 2 nothing down that the personnel and the shape that he had that led us to a 2 nothing defeat was going to somehow score three goals and turn it around. Now, I, I was actually thinking back to the game at Pataudry, the 2 each game that you and I, sorry, the 3 each game that you and I were in the studio that day. And I said, Neil Lennon's got 45 minutes to save, to save his job. I said that. And the criticism that I and others took for saying it, I have seen absolutely no improvement whatsoever. Rangers are going out to play Aberdeen um, at Ibrox tomorrow. And they're going to stretch the lead even even further, unless something completely unexpected happens, Kevin, right? So we're now hoping that Aberdeen do us a favour at Ibrox. We're going for 10 in a row. It's just not good enough. You know, he's happy at nothing each at half time, having created nothing. There, there's a constant failure to act after goals are scored. You know, when, when you look after that second goal, anybody knows at that stage, this isn't going to work. And if we don't get something out of the game, you can wave bye-bye to 10 in a row. Yet, it takes them ages to make any kind of changes to the shape. We change the two up front, all of a sudden we start creating chances, Kevin. It's no coincidence. Absolutely no coincidence. You know, it's an incredible lack for me of ability under Neil Lennon to react to adversity in games. He doesn't know what to do if it's not working. And it proved it once again today. It's failed to be since 2010. We're not, no, we're not seeing anything that we didn't know we were getting with Neil Lennon. And this this fair, I go back to, I, I do have a, I do have a bit of sympathy for Neil Lennon because he should never have been put in this position again. He should never have done that. He should never have given the job full time in the first place. But us being supporters, we were always going to support him and we will, and we will thank him for what he has done for the club. But the decision to appoint him was always tinged with short-termism and it's now coming home to roost. For anybody that didn't predict this coming, then sorry. He, he, he's kind of been watching football for very long. Everybody knew this point was going to come and it came a couple of weeks ago. We, we, we were dead in Aberdeen. We just knew the patients just bled out now. The thing is, Kevin, see when you're looking at, you're looking back saying he should never have been in position. The argument to that would be, well, he proved everybody wrong because he won the two domestic trophies and yeah, we're in a final for the third one. I'm just I'm just concentrating on this season. I'm even looking at the 20th of December now. We're up against a heart side that beat that Hibs team. That, you know, all right, we dominated possession. Hibs were comfortable. See, it's 70 minutes in. It looked to me as though Hibs were more likely to score a third than us pulling one back. That I mean, that's how comfortable they were. They'll be disappointed going off that park. We, we've scored the second goal. I'm cheering as if we've won a cup. It's embarrassing. I mean, by the way, that's an individual bit of absolute brilliance by Laxalt. That first touch where he kills it, all out the air in the strike, absolutely brilliant. An individual bit of brilliance, not an individual bit of management. And for me, it, we've, we've waited long enough. If we continue to persevere with Neil Lennon and his turgid, turgid team, that he puts out on the park and his inability to change anything if it's not going wrong, he's got absolutely no second plan, no contingency whatsoever, then we can wave goodbye to 10 in a row. Simple as that. I think 10 in a row is already in the distance. I've not given up on it, but it's already far in the distance. It's already out of hands. 
Um, look, I agree with you. The Hibs players will be complete and utterly devastated in that change room. That a moment of brilliance by Diego Laxall didn't get them three points. Jack Ross will be completely devastated that he completely back-pocketed our coaching staff and hasn't got the three points. Our, the people in charge of Celtic Football Club will maybe be sitting there thinking, thank God we got away with that, we didn't need to make a decision now. Because that was their defeat. And others, they, they, they can point to all the excuses under the world. Because if they admit that Neil Lennon is not going to win us this, this, this title, then they're, they're admitting that they made a mistake. They're admitting that they made a mistake that Neil Lennon got the job in the first place. Is yes. that what you're saying? But yes. he, won, he won the double, potentially the treble, last season. So I, I think you look beyond that, Kevin. I think you look at the signs that have been there for weeks and weeks. We have won two games in eight. Now, people keep going back to, oh, you know, I've spoke to an ex-Celtic manager and they say that one defeat's a crisis. That's a nonsense. Two wins in eight, that's not good enough. That is far from good enough for, for Celtic. Particularly this season when we're going for 10 in a row. Now, the reason I brought up Hearts, Hearts were beaten last night by Dunfermline Athletic. By the way, they went out and they beat Hibs. They beat Hibs one nothing, right? Now, when I look at when I look at that that team that beat Hibs, there's no guarantee Celtic are going to get the quadruple treble on the twentieth of December. That's how bad we are. That's how bad we are. No, there's no uh, the, the way that we're the way that we're looking just now. It doesn't even look like we could win a game next week. Never mind a, a cup final against anybody. It's we look absolutely devoid of ideas, and why? Why is that? Why is Scott Brown making that mistake? Why is Ryan Christie and Jeremy Finpong making that mistake? Why do we look complete and utterly like just devoid of any sort of will and creativity? It is a nightmare, an absolute utter nightmare where we are. But if you're going to grasp on any sort of positive whatsoever, you have to grasp on the you have to grasp on the positive that we were. Uh, 1-0 down that we were 2-0 down and we got it back to 2 each with 12 minutes to go that is the only positive that we can that you can actually take out this game I think you're scratching about if that's the positives Kevin I mean when you're looking at it how often do we look at let's look at the positives it's 2 wins and 8 we're more or less out of Europe we completely failed in the Champions League we've failed in the Europa League and we're failing in the league now, if we get a Scottish Cup on the 20th of December to wrap up the quadruple treble, world record, fantastic achievement. But at the end of the day, the league is the priority. The league's the priority. If you don't win that league, you're throwing Celtic into a financial situation. You're giving an upper hand to a Rangers side that's built on a house of cards and a castle of sand. We've seen that with the accounts. Didn't want to go on about it. But you give them a lifeline financially if they win this league and then they're sniffing about Champions League money. That's how big this is. Celtic are failing time after time after time in the league. And all the signs that are there for people at United see are being ignored by Neil Lennon. And unless they make a change, they're being ignored by the board. Are they happy? Are they happy to sit there and let this just get further and further into the distance until we are hoping that Aberdeen get a result at Ibrox? I mean, it's, unaccept- it's unacceptable, Kevin. 
That is unacceptable. To leave, is. It, uh, leave it as long as this. It's but unacceptable. They, but then they've got to give them the credit that they back Lennon in the summer. So obviously they trusted the manager. But whatever's happening is happening. It's, there's something wrong in that. There's something wrong in that dressing room. And whatever it is, has Neil to Lennon. Be Neil Lennon is what's wrong. That's what's wrong. You can go on all day about Edward's head being out of the game. You can go on all day about people agitating for a move or people flying away during a coronavirus pandemic. Neil Lennon's the issue. That's the issue. Bottom line. He needs to go. He needs to take all the coaching staff except for Stevie Woods with him and we need somebody else at the helm. Simple as that. Because if we don't, we won't win the league. Do you actually think that the coaching staff will go with him? I reckon Kennedy's there for life. They can't be, Kevin. It's a collective. It's a collective failure. It's a collective failure. Now, I'm pretty sure when it comes to tactics, when it comes to coaching, when it comes to shape, your goalkeeper's a very specialised coach. Your goalkeeper coach is specialised. Hence the reason he's a goalkeeper coach, of course. So if anyone stays, it could be Stevie Woods. The rest of them, out, on the go. You get a brand new team in to save this season. Because at this moment in time, we're winning nothing under this regime. Absolutely not. And this isn't knee-jerk because I've been saying it for weeks. It's just time and time. How long do you leave it, Kevin? A few weeks ago, you said we need to leave it to the Scottish Cup final. Oh, really? no, I'm going to argue with you there. I says the board will leave it to the Scottish Cup final. I never <laughs> says I never says leave it to the Scottish Cup final. I says the romantic notion of the board will leave it to the Scottish Cup final. I never you, t- says you tell me then how long you leave it to. How long do you leave this? There's a rot. How long do you leave it? They've got to act tonight. They've got to act this evening. Before the bus is along there, mate. Because at the moment, it's absolutely, it's unacceptable. I mean, and again, it's the same mistakes being made every time, Kevin. You can see quite clearly this isn't working. The team that you've got in the park isn't going to score three goals and he leaves it too late. Now, had he made the changes, Kevin, at half time or an hour in, we could be looking at a 3-2 victory. I'm sorry, the draw does not save his skin for me. I'm completely out on that, completely out. And if you want Celtic to win 10 in a row, Neil Lennon's got to go, and he needs to go tonight. Simple as that. He's not going to turn it around. No, no, it doesn't look like he's going to turn it around. As you say, two wins and eight, the proof's in the pudding, the proof's in results, and we're always told it's a results business. Um, Again, you can go back to the change of culture, eh? Like... Why did he mention a change of culture? What's changed in the dressing room? Why is a culture changed in the dressing room? That culture change comes for the top at an elite sports club. And if we are an elite sports club, then there's only one person to actually change that culture, and it's the manager. He can't even make a change in a game. He's not going to make a culture change, Kevin. He can't even make a substitution. He's not going to change the culture of the club. The guy's out his depth. He done what he done. Thank you, Neil Lennon. You're an icon. You're a legend. But it's time to change right now because if you don't make the change now, we won't win the league. Simple as that. We've seen the same thing happen again and again and again today that we saw at Petaudry. We've been bounced out of Europe embarrassingly, embarrassingly bounced out of Europe twice this season. And we're going, we're at, you know, at real risk of bouncing right out of the, the league title ch- uh, chase as well. We're hoping that Aberdeen beat Rangers at Ibrox just to keep us in a title challenge, just to keep in touch of Rangers. Kevin, I'll tell you, any Celtic fans out there that's going to give me the hashtag keep the faith, I'm sorry, I just cannot buy that any longer. It's blind faith. It's blind faith. 
He needs to go now. I've had so many people, you know, basically turning their back on me over the last few weeks for saying it in terms of Celtic. But you can't deny it, Kevin. You just cannot deny it. And it's not just Lenny, it's Gavin Strachan, it's John Kennedy. All three of them need to go. And they need to go tonight. If it goes tonight, then what's going to happen? I reckon, I reckon Kennedy and Nat stay there. If, if that happens tonight, Ken, Kennedy and Nat stay there tonight. But I do, as you, as, as you say, we we know this. We've been saying it for weeks. We say it after Aberdeen that you had forty five that you had forty five minutes to sh- to to save his game, save his save his season, and now we're now now we're three, four games, whatever game, whatever number of games we're away after that, and we're still no any different. Even last, even the game against Motherwell did the pain over the cracks. We won 4-1, but Motherwell had the better of that setting half as well. There's something seriously wrong in that club. And you can actually say, yes, the players made individual mistakes, but why are they making those individual mistakes? That's the question that you've got to ask. See the thing, Kevin, right? We look at January. And there's this notion that, you know, we can go out and buy a goalie in January or we might buy another centre-half in January. See all that money? Spend it on a manager. Spend it on a manager that can craft something out of the players and the personnel that he's already got. Because you take Fraser Foster out of the equation, Kevin, right? We've got a stronger squad this season than we did last season and we're completely underperforming, right? So it's very, very unusual when eight, nine, ten players start to underperform all, all at one time. That's a culture change that Neil Lennon's maybe looking at. You need to change the culture to get a performance out of half a dozen, eight, nine, ten players. And it's not going to happen with the same management in place. As I say, yeah. Neil Lennon can't even make the right substitution, never mind a culture change. To change, to change a ch- culture of a football club takes months. We're having the goat months. We've got, we've got a matter of weeks to try and change a culture in a football club. But what really gets me is why does a culture need change in a football club? Why does a, why does a culture need change in a football in this football club, which has won 11 trophies in a row? Why? That, that, that's, a question, that's a question that you've got to ask. And it, on, and it only points to one thing. It points to the coaching staff. It points to the coaching staff. It points to the players switching off. Well, you're not the only one switching off because A. O'Neill's switching off. And if you switch off to the truth, you're walking about with your eyes closed. You're walking about with your eyes closed and your fingers and your ears because Celtic are on a downward trajectory under Neil Lennon. Now, if you leave it until the 25th of December, as Kevin suggested the board might, or if you leave it any longer, or if you leave it, as uh, Jungle Lion said, till Celtic are 15 points behind, you can wave goodbye to making history this season. The signs are there. If you don't act on the signs, Kevin, you have only yourself to blame. Only yourself to blame. So, sorry to lose you, A. O'Neill, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to... This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, direct-to-consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hey, sycophantly sit here just in case somebody unsubscribes or unfollows. You've got to be honest. You've just got to... Uh, I mean, it's right there in front of you. If you can't see it, you know, it's right there in front of you, Kev. Can I disagree? Can I disagree, mate? It's, it's 
really is bad that we're sitting here November already looking at an uphill battle with a squad that we've got. And as you say, the writing was on the wall a couple of weeks ago and they've just let it go and we've let it fester. And it's quite difficult not to say stuff to actually to stop repeating yourself, but I'm disappointed with the players. If there's been a culture change, I'm disappointed with the players. But as you say today, that was just dreadful. That was just dreadful game management, even see in the that, first half. Another thing, Finn Stewart, and I've heard this a lot, Finn, so I'm not getting on at you, even though you're typing in capitals, um, who are you bringing in then? Right, well, if that's the reason why you're not making a change, it's not good enough, Kevin, because what you're saying there, Finn, is you're happy to you know, maintain what we've already got, which is a team that's underperforming on a downward trajectory that's waving goodbye to 10 in a row. So who are you bringing in then? Well, that's not for me to say. That's for the board, the highly paid board, to make that decision. I could give you who I think. You could give me who you think. But if they, you know, if they don't already have a plan in place, then again, they've been asleep at the wheel, Kevin. They've been asleep at the wheel. Well, I remember, I remember being in a meeting with Peter Wall and Peter Wall actually says that they were always planning for the next manager. They were always having a look to see what the next move was. So you would you, you would hope if they're, they're having any serious consideration or to replacing the manager, then they would have a name in mind or a coaching team in mind um, to bring in. But whether that coaching team's available, whether that coaching team would want to come in, but then we will keep on saying that we've got the best squad. We haven't got the best team at this precise moment in time, but we've got the best squad. So whoever comes in has got a lot to work with. Um, so we need to take it for there. There's plenty to work with. And the thing is, the minute you have that opinion, people demand, well, how do they, who do you bring in? Well, as I said before, I could give you my opinion on who we bring in. It doesn't make any difference who I think we should bring in. The board need to have that plan in place. So this isn't working. We can wave goodbye to 10 in a row unless we make the change now. We should have made the change a few weeks ago. It's not happened. Um, Neil Lennon will come out fighting. He might say that you've got to look at the positives. You know, we've, we've pulled it back from 2 nothing down. We're dropping points every week. We're, we're at risk of dropping points, Kevin. Would you let Neil Lennon take this team to Ibrox? Do you honestly think that we can go to Ibrox and get a result under the current form? There's a question. What do you think, Kevin? I don't think we can go to the Tory Macaroni Stadium and get a result, never mind going to Ibrox. <laughs> that, that's that's where we are. Um, do, do you trust us to go into any single game then? No. None. So None domestically. Not, because uh, we, we, we've gone into the Hibs game, we knew Motherwell wasn't good enough, Kevin, and we've played the exact same lineup. So no, I don't have any confidence that the management will pick the same team or shape the team up properly to play any game. Any game. And I think anybody that's arguing with me, all you need to say is, well, how many games have we won in the last eight? Two. It's absolutely dreadful in terms of our own form. And again, you get all the other bloggers, Celtic bloggers, calling me a disgrace because I'm saying that Lenny needs to go. Well, I don't care what these guys say because I'm entitled to my view. And judging by a lot of the comments coming through, a lot of people share the view, Kevin, you know. And I want Celtic to win 10 in a row. It doesn't make me entitled 
Uh, it doesn't make me spoil or a panty wetter because that's what you were getting called before, Kevin, for suggesting mm-hmm. uh, for suggesting that Neil Lennon wasn't the man to take us to the ten in a row. Well, I'm suggesting it again. You can disagree. I'm not going to fall out with any Celtic fans over it. But if we don't make the change, we won't win the league. We're not learning. We're not learning from the mistakes. Have we ever learned from mistakes? Aye, we have. We have. We were on an unprecedented run. And that run is going to go off the edge of a cliff at some rate of knots unless we do something. It's clear to see. The seeds of this were sown on the 25th of May 2019 when we won the treble treble and they gave Neil the job permanently. And we can say all we want that he done fantastic last year, which he did. Uh, we can say all we want that he's got the chance that he's got a chance to win a, a fourth treble. That's fine. But at the moment, this team is completely and utterly pointless. And that's the players and the coaching staff's fault. Why are we now pointless? Why why don't we seem to have any sort of aim, ambition, any sort of um play? We don't we didn't seem to have any sort of game plan either, which is completely baffling. Um but I mean, even I had a look at when Scott Bain saved the penalty kick, why, fair were our uh, defenders? They should be following that, and they should have confidence in the goalkeeper saving that penalty kick. Well, it's, it's basics. That that comes down to basics, Kevin. That's under 13s. You follow the runner, don't you? You go back uh, 10 yards, you follow the run, so that when he's kicking the ball, you're crossing the line. Uh, Jamie Murphy wanted that ball before any other Celtic player, and he got there first, and he opened the scoring. And then you're looking and you think, well, you've got to change it now, Lenny. You've got to change it now. I wanted him to change it at half time. I said that. I knew he wouldn't. I knew he wouldn't. And you said he's going to give it 15 minutes because that's what he does. You've got, you just can't have these traits. You've got to react to what's in front of you, Kevin. And he doesn't have a contingency, none whatsoever. He, he lined up the same way that we lined up a couple of weeks ago against Motherwell. So the 4 1 didn't blind me. It was a, it was a bad defensive performance against Motherwell. And we've gone out there and we've shipped another two goals. And at that point, it looked as though Hibs were going to score a third, as I said. Uh, I'm looking at uh, the, the, the fixtures coming up. We're actually on a, a good run of games. We're on a good run of games at home. Um, does that even give us an advantage now? I don't know. I want to see a change. But a lot of people are saying, well, who do you bring in? Well, I've made my point. That's If, if we're going to draw a line in the sand and there's people on the other side saying Lenny stays, that's fine. But I'm not the guy that's going to tell you who's going to take over at Celtic. What I'm saying is what we've got now is not good enough. I don't make the decisions. I've given you a few suggestions. I've heard some pretty well-informed rumours around who has already been lined up. But if I put it out there, all I'm doing is put myself up for criticism. What I would say is that it's a big job. It's a big, big job. And there'll be absolutely... Um, Plenty of managers who would be interested in the job. Plenty of managers. It's not as though we're going to be scratching about looking for a manager, Kevin. You know, this is another thing people need to realise. No, but it's what not I would say, sorry. job, no matter what season as and Absolutely. Now, see, when, when we go into January, do you think there's a, there's a budget in place, Kevin, for January? Do you think that the board have a budget in place for such contingencies as... We need another goalie. We need another centre half. Do you think there's a budget in place? You would expect there to be something in place for January. I reckon there's only going to be something in place if we uh, sell. Right. Well, if there's a budget in place, 
for players, what I would suggest is you spend that money on a manager, even if it's on a short-term basis to the end of the season. Because with that, with that group of players that we have, we can still win the league. But you, you can't do it under Neil Lennon. So what I would do is I'd be looking at that budget and I'd be putting it into the management team. Because you can buy a centre-half, you can buy a striker. They're only as good as the guy coaching them, I'm afraid. Simple as that. And by the way, the players do need to take responsibility. Of course they do. But we all know in this game that if the results don't go your way, you don't get rid of 10 players. No. Right? No, I remember the Tony Mowbray season. I'm sorry for bringing that up. When we made all these changes in January, bringing in... Um, Robbie Keane and we brought in quite a few players. I think we brought in four and five in January and straight away we went out and got beat off Kilmarnock. Uh, we got beat one and off Kilmarnock and it didn't change. Um, so there is a danger doing that. I agree with you. I, I've seen a comment here, uh, somebody saying, Lee Morrison, actually saying we've lost Johnson, Forrest and Griffiths. Uh, that's three, be- three of the best players in Scotland. That hurts any team to calm down. Wait a minute, that 11 in the park there was near and good enough to beat any team in Scotland. And the Listen, fact that we did shows the problem. If we continue to get told to calm down every time we ship points, Kevin, we'll be looking at the last game of the season and we won't be the league champions. It's as simple as that. So, by the way, I don't mind. You can criticise me. You can tell me to calm down, right? They three players, yeah, vital. They're vital to any team. But we've brought in six. We've brought in six players. Three of them from the EPL. One of them, the, one of the most promising Scottish youngsters in the country. And another one, the record signing for a goalkeeper in Celtic's history. So yeah, you know, injuries happen and they three players have been badly missed. I totally agree with you. But we've brought in six. We've brought in six. And, and Lenny has been backed, Kevin. So I think that, but you've got to look at that balance, you know. It's not as though we've lost those three and we've had to bring in three young guys. You know, we've got a big, we've got a deep squad, we've got the personnel there to be winning games like today at Easter Road. There's another way to look at it. The board, if, if the board are going to, uh, if, there's going to if there's going to be a part in the ways, the board are quite within their rights to go to Neil Lennon. We back to you in the summer. Absolutely. We back to you. We back to you. So this is not working, but we've back to you. And something needs to change. Well, I think Paul is nearly greeting. Uh, no, I would be greeting if I had a picture like that, buddy. Uh, no tears here, son. Um, I'm a realist. But um, keep wearing your baseball caps, you know, in your mum's bedroom. But there you go, block. Right, so, yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot of names. I've heard a lot of names. I've heard names from what I would regard as very good sources. Um, but... Would they make a change? A change is required. People keep saying there's something wrong behind the scenes, Kevin. Um, yeah, there is. There is. And it's, and it's something that if we don't change right now, as I say, you know, we're actually accepting defeat this season. We're accepting it. In this whole period of domination that we've had, the people in charge of us have only made one decent decision, and that was bringing in Brendan Rogers. Right, Ronnie Dyler was a good idea, uh, but the only decision that they made, which, which was a top quality decision, which was a decision which benefited Celtic Football Club, a club of the stature that they believe that Celtic Football Club is, was bringing in Brendan Rodgers. And if there's going to be a change again, that's where we've got to go. As you say, it's, two million, it's a £2 million manager. 
It's not a £2 million centre-forward. It's a £2 million manager that you need to go and get. Absolutely. Um, Northern Gra- nothing grand who comments regularly on the broadcast. Good to see you. And you're commenting on Twitter. Uh, the players don't, don't look organised or confident. I look at that first half performance, Kevin. We could have played all day. Could have played all day and not got a goal. The goal only comes when we make the change. Chances are starting to be created when we've got two strikers up front. Um, and, you know, Scott Brown was off the pace today. You could see it. Every pass that came through Brown could have gone to the, the second pass first time round. So, you know, for me, when I looked at that, every single thing that Scott Brown done could have been taken out of the equation. You could have gone to the second pass straight away. So take him off. Take him off and bring somebody in that can make a change. You've got to change the shape. So when he makes a substitution, he, he takes off a Yeti and replaces him with Edward. It's like for like, nothing's going to change. You know, you're actually saying, well, you're expecting Edward to get the ball 40 yards out like a Yeti has done during the first half. But you're expecting him to, to create a goal out of that because the shape's the same. You know, so I've said my piece. That, that's how I feel and it's not going to change. It's certainly not going to change because I think we've been very patient all season. Um, and I, I take what you say, the board uh, maybe in your eyes made the wrong decision, Kevin, but last season I wouldn't have said that. So I think the decision might have been correct, but the decision at the moment if they don't make a change is going to be wrong. The decision was very short term. For me, the decision was a short term de- 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 decision and what I feared would happen is now happening. We all knew Neil Lennon's limitations and we're seeing it loud and clear in big neon letters nearly every single game that we're playing now. Right, so what's your take on it, Kevin? Do we, yeah, stick or twist? Twist. With the right. twist. We, we and that's, and that's changed, and that's changed over the last couple of weeks, isn't it? Uh, has it changed? Uh, has it changed since the Aberdeen game? I would, I would, have, I would have twist, twisted after Aberdeen game. Um, what, what I did think was, when you look at the history of the decision-making of how we make it, of this club and how we make the decisions, it was that I didn't see the board making a decision because that's just not what we do. Um, we don't really sack managers during the season unless there's a unless there's a horrendous and out uh, uh, unless there's a horrendous result. And like it or lump it, no matter what me and you, no matter what me and you feel, Paul, today wasn't a horrendous result on paper. That wasn't a four nothing. Uh, uh, Love Street, that wasn't a Tony Mowbray um, for nothing defeat so on paper that wasn't a, a horrendous defeat and that's a get out clause for those who make the decision at a club again Well there's loads and loads of points coming through and uh, I take on board a few people are saying that uh, various people need block but just so everybody knows what actually happens on the broadcast is all the social media comments get fed in on one go and it's like a ticker tape it's going really really quickly at this end uh, so if I don't see anything at the moment I'm in here myself because of the restrictions if I don't see anything lifetime I'll go back through it uh, when I'm back into the studio and we'll obviously block all the usual suspects but Robert Highland says on YouTube any new Celtic manager who gets the basics right uh, and give the team a chance listen I agree with that because any any anybody that comes in and, and does the basics right, and sometimes the fundamentals of management is the ability to make that change and have a contingency. We don't have that. We never have that. And on the flip side, Sammy Madden, and this is your view, uh, that's why I'm bringing it up. Come on, leave Lenny alone. His job is hard enough. Back the club. I back the club. 
you know, I've backed the club for a long, long time, Kevin. So, um, in backing the club, I'm actually looking ahead. I'm looking ahead to the end of the season. If you win the 10, everything's great. If you don't, there's a massive issue. There's a massive issue at Celtic Football Club financially, um, as much as anything else. So, you know, if you don't make a decision based on this, it's not just football. You look at the, the wider financial aspect of that as well, Kevin. It's going to be disastrous if we don't win the league this season. Everybody thought I was being negative anyway at the start of the season when I says that we would self-implode at the end of the season because going for a loving doesn't have the same ring as going for the 10 and going for going to try and regain, regain the league title is not a decent sell, especially in this post-COVID world. And we're already in a financial stook. So it's a difficult decision either way, but it's one that has to get made. And it doesn't matter um, if we... Look, Neil's, Neil's been a fantastic servant for us, but he's reached his ceiling. The ceiling's now there. He can't take us any further. He can't take us to where we want to go. And for the long-term future of the club, that decision has to get made now. Well, let's see what happens, Kevin. Um, win, lose or draw, we cover the games. Uh, it's not always easy after the game, but unlike our wee buddy that mentioned me earlier, I'm not in tears uh, because you know what? I half expected that today. I actually half expected us not to get a result. Uh, we have a WhatsApp group, Kevin, where everybody gives the results and people are always very confident before the game. I didn't even give you a result because I, I half expected this. And I don't want to be negative by saying, oh, I actually think we're going to drop some points today. But we have, again. Um, so I've probably been kind of blackballed by the club, again, and various other people will have a go because, you know, the clickbait sites love all that kind of stuff. But listen, I've got a few, so few, and so has everybody else that's commenting, and I've got to thank everybody for getting involved. On a lighter note, on a happier note, Kevin, we've got a massive weekend coming up. I've called it the Quadruple Treble Charity Weekend, and let's hope it is a Quadruple Treble that weekend. Uh, because what we're doing is we're going to have a 24-hour live broadcast, and any tears that are shed that day will be tears of joy, uh, or tears due to the fact that we've raised so much money for vulnerable people at Christmas, um, that you know we'll, we'll be taking our hat off to uh, the Celtic fans for helping us out so it's been a tough day at the office for any Celtic fan I think Kevin and it's all about opinions I've aired Ming uh, you might think it's brutal you've aired yours we'll see what happens and we'll be back with a, a Celtic State of Mind bulletin on Monday at 12.30 and I'm sure there'll be loads to talk about then thanks everybody for getting involved uh, the moderator hasn't been in today because of travel restrictions so apologies if you've had to suffer any uh, comments at least they're not aimed um, at Kevin this time in his hat but I will bring that up uh, but all that's left for me to say Kevin Graham is thank you once again for joining us on a Celtic State of Mind Got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? 
Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's B-A-S-Y to 203203. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, direct-to-consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy, and we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.